can't do it. I'm doing the podcast. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live! Giants fans, welcome to Big Blue All Year. The podcast that brings you New York football Giants content all year long. Well, your hosts toe-tap the line between podcast professionals and a bunch of fanatics talking shit at the end of the bar. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year is not brought to you by anyone. Insert sponsor here. Don't forget to follow on Twitter at Big Blue All Year and rate and subscribe wherever podcasts are found. Adult content ahead, because you know, we're doing it live! All right, guys, it's April 22nd. Happy Earth Day, everybody. We are only seven days, one week away from the 2021 NFL Draft in beautiful Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out Etna in Little Italy. This is part two of State of the Drafts. But first, let's get through some headlines. And for that, we get into a segment that lets my distinguished partners stick on a headline to talk about or kick it to the next one. So, Burger. Yo, yo. Disciple. Hey, hey. Answer me that age-old playground taunt. Are you kicking it or are you sticking it? Up first, Wayne Train gets on track. Yeah, Wayne Gallman, uh officially signed with the 49ers this week. Uh, I know I've been hard on you forever, maybe this whole season, but uh, peace out, Wayne Train. Can I kick it? Let's get good. Yes, you can. A former giant celebrates this week. Uh... Jason Seahorn is celebrating his 50th birthday. Famous for one of the best Giants pick sixes I can ever remember, honestly. Probably the best. Landon Collins up there, too, but we'll just kick it. Can I kick it? The Giants' free agency continues. Just when you think they're done, they just keep on bringing more people in. This week, Jason McCourty had a face-to-face meeting uh, Friday evening. Uh, It apparently went very well. Uh, The two sides uh, did not come away with a deal. Uh, but the door remains open for future negotiations. So uh, let's kick it until then, right? Can I kick it? Yes, can. Over under win total set at seven. Yeah, I have to stick this one. Not the first time that Las Vegas decides to uh, hate on the Giants. They were 13-point on dogs in the Super Bowl and won. I mean, rightfully so. But uh, these are the same Vegas guys that set the Knicks win total at 22 and a half and – They've far exceeded that very early into the season. So that's right. That's right. Let's go, Knicks, baby. I'm just saying, like, so these Vegas guys aren't always right. And honestly, you know, I'm hammering, I'm hammering the us. over. I am hammering the over in a 17 game schedule. Book it. I stuck it. Let's go back to you. Oh, he stuck the landing. Extra, extra. Read all about it from the New York Post. Giants need offensive linemen. Breaking news. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. We like the worst offensive line in the league last year, and they better take one in the early rounds. Let's kick it. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. Kevin Abrams and David Gettleman spoke to the media this week. Uh, you know, I'm just going to kick it. I, I didn't watch the entire thing. I saw the highlights. I saw the tweets from all the beat reporters. Uh, you know, it's smoke and mirror season. Seven days to the draft. Let's kick it. Let's go. Let's just wait. Seven more sleeps, and we're there. Can guys. I kick Back it? to you. Yes, you can. That does it for this week's headlines. And now a word from our non-sponsor. This is a not-paid advertisement for legal services. Hi, I'm Kyle Oletta, the Richmond Spider. Ever had too much to drink the night before practice and you end up trying to elude the police, obstruct the law, and resist arrest just to make it on time? 
Well, the Richmond Spider is here to cast its web over the law in order to protect and serve your rights. Call Oletta. We're lawyers. Tonight's episode of Big Blue All Year was not brought to you by Laletta Legal Services. And now, back to the show. Mr. Disciple, the state of the draft. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the thick of things, the meat of the draft. That's right. Second round and third round. That will be picks 76 in the third round, 42 in the second round. Uh, we're getting to it. We already did our later round stuff. That was four through six in our last episode. Next will be the first. We went in reverse order. So without further ado, I'll go over the tertiary needs, uh, uh, the needs of this team. And I when, when, I'm, when I'm conducting these uh, mock draft exercises, I kind of like to mix needs with values. Uh, what I think is going to be on the board, might be on the board, could be on the board, all kinds of things like that. So I'm going to go over, I, I created three levels of needs for this team. Our tertiary needs are our depth, that's quarterbacks, safeties, and interior defensive line with the, with the addition of Danny Shelton, I feel at least. Our secondary needs are going to be the skill positions, that's wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, and cornerbacks. Followed by the most important, the primary needs, off-ball linebacker, edge rusher, interior offensive line. So, before we get to our picks for this segment, I'd like to uh, refresh the audience's memory of how we went about the draft last time around. Mac, who'd you pick last episode? All right, so in the fourth round, I have wide receiver Amir Smith-Marset, and then I have a double dose of linebackers with our six-round picks in Purdue's Derek Barnes and the old-timer, comparatively speaking, Justin, not Ike Hilliard, linebacker, Ohio State. That is who I'm leaning in to rounds three and four with. That's interesting considering how many linebackers they chose last year. Ironic. Just keep throwing bodies at the problem, Exactly, baby. somebody's got to <laughs> Something, Some shit will stick, right? Burger, who was your choices? All right, so in the fourth round, I went Walker Little, O-Tackle, uh, followed by Chris Rumpf. Edge out of Duke, and then Jamar Jefferson running back. Um, Disciple, what were your three? So in the fourth, I had Tyler Shelvin, DT at LSU. Pick 196 in the sixth, I had Jarrett Patterson running back. The bowling ball. Yes. A human meatball. Honestly, the more I watch him, the more Mac is right. He does look a lot like Maurice Jones-Drew. Nothing wrong with that. For 201... Uh, I took uh, Jimmy Morrissey, the center out of Pitt. A lot of music references that can be adapted for that name. So for that alone, that's, you know, between thinking about unique food names for tailgating items and what puns we can make, that's really my draft philosophy. Like what, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Something vegan, I suppose, but I digress. All right. So let's, uh, Move into our, our main segment here, third round pick. We chose a few prospects per pick, and we are going to choose one to add to our list of drafted players. Let's go with Mac first. 
Ooh, man. Lucky. Oh, it's weird that I've been this quiet on the pod for this long. My God. Uh, I know. It's refreshing. (laughs) Uh, Fuck you guys. (laughs) Fuck Jeff Goldblum. But also completely there. Fuck That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Piss. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) right. Giants football. We're on um, round three, pick 76. So I have a couple of different uh, thoughts and ideas, and I got one guy that I definitely want to take. The first guy I'm looking at here is Josh Myers. Center, pretty much a pure center. Ohio State, he's six foot five, 312 pounds. And, you know, the, the thing on Myers is that his upside is not huge, as it seems. The consensus is that he projects as a starting NFL center with, you know, the capability of being an average starter. Look, third round, Giants offensive line has been dog shit. We all know. We know my feelings on it. So I would take a guy who could possibly be a capable starter in the third round. Next up is a possibility, Quincy Roche, as I'm led to believe it's pronounced, which I love. Uh, Miami edge guy. I think obvious. Look, I mentioned it before, throwing bodies at the problem when it comes to linebacker and edge. A guy who is instinctive, he is tough, you know, again, probably a, a pretty low ceiling, average athleticism, but he plays uh, special teams. He can play inside, outside. He's six foot three, 245. So versatile piece who's hungry for Patrick Graham's defense at a position of need. But that all said, the guy I am choosing with the third pick, third round pick, Amon Ra St. Brown, wide receiver, out of USC. This dude is six foot one, six foot one, 194 pounds. So slim built, but these are the words that jump off the page as you start looking at his tape and going through the draft reports at all of the, you know, most commonly referenced uh, resources here. Explosive, extends to make receptions, hands uh, guy, gets vertical, uh, natural pass catcher, natural hands. Like you, you see things regarding his hands, his um, ability to extend and get jump balls and 50, 50 balls over and over and over again on top of his speed. Uh, the only knock I seem to see is that it, apparently he loses focus. The guy had a great year, you know, and he just isn't consistent, but the ceiling there, we're talking about the third round having the ceiling is a true number one receiver to slot in here and Joe Judge is not a man who lets his players lose focus. So that's who I'm going with for the Giants. Amon Ross St. Brown, that would make it two wide receivers back-to-back, albeit in reverse order here, for the Giants. All Interesting right, we style. The, we now head to the Krusty Krab for Burger. Oh. <laughs> All right, so my first prospect, I like me some Jackson Carmen, O-tackle slash guard out of Clemson. The dude's 6'5", 335. Um, the past two years, Carmen protected the blind side for the most prized player in the 2021 draft. Yes, folks, that is Trevor Lawrence. Um, he was a second-ranked offensive tackle prospect back in the 2018 recruiting class. Like, the guy can play. He's big. Um, he's got experience in the college playoffs. Um, he helped neutralize Chase Young last year in the playoffs. So, you know he can ball out. Uh, his problem is he's not very good against quick um edge rushers so that's his big knock uh he projects as a right tackle guard the next level so you know like you said it's a common theme the giants offensive line sucks you know they have to keep addressing it uh my next pick or a player that i like in the third round is aaron banks guard out of notre dame another 6'5, 338 hog molly 
he made uh, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish made it to the college playoff this year. Large part was their offensive line, and he was a part of it. He's a big, explosive lineman. Uh, he's best suited for a power gap offense, and you know he's got a nice, nasty attitude about him. Kind of reminds me of Will Her- uh, Hernandez. But, well, I um, hope not. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just more than nasty streak, you know that, that vicious uh, finishing a plays. Hey, Notre Dame is but, known for producing great offensive linemen, so yes, you know I'll roll the dice with you. So you know he would fit with the Giants' need there. You know we like a power run scheme. You know I think he'd be a nice pick there. And but the guy who I like here is Quinn. I'm going to butcher his last name. Minerez. Uh, this is Miners. a center. Miners. Sorry. Thank you, Disciple. Uh, it is a center slash guard out of Wisconsin, Whitewater. D3 college, folks. Shout out to Mike uh, Dahman. If you're listening, <laughs> I know you're not, but still love you. <laughs> 6'3", 320. You know, this is my wild card prospect. Uh, Quinn dominated a small school blocker, you know. Uh, he's, his stock has been rising since an impressive senior ball, uh, a true power gap lineman who fits both needs on the line of the interior. Uh, he's built low to the ground and just finishes. Um, very smart player. Uh, I think that's what the Giants could use. And, you know, the upside's there. Um, I really hope they go with him in the third round. Disciple, what you got? Uh, the one thing I will say, I don't think Quinn Miners is going to sniff the third round. I think he's going – I, I know it's kind of a reach, second. but you know you got to pray these D three kids. You know they could fall. The, the opposite of a reach, brother. Yeah. Well, somebody well, might reach for him. Yeah, that's true. But no, nah, he's he's absolutely great in the second round. That will leave the disciple. So I'm gonna go with Brevin Jordan, tight end out of Miami. No Something way. Sorry. What do you mean, no way? <laughs> You think they're gonna uh, pick a tight end in the third no, round? No, I think I. I just I'm just doing. I'm floating. Let him read his. Let him read his players. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. See that. See now. I'm gonna say something. Okay. <laughs> because no, 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 no. You draft for not this year, but for five years. Evan Ingram off the roster probably next year. Kyle Rudolph unpredictable future. Why wouldn't you draft a Brevin Jordan right now? Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Seriously. Speak your deviations. No, no. You got to have a little fucking foresight here, bro. Ooh. Everybody's trying to go all in on 2021. It's not just about 2021. It's about sustainability. Preach. No, no. I'm just trying to be real. Preach. Preach. All right. I'll go to my next uh, prospect. That'd be Nico Collins, wide receiver. Out of Michigan, the big body. I I'd like to say he plays football. He catches balls like a frog catches flies. He's pretty freaking unbelievable to watch. Honestly, I really like him. I feel like, uh, below average quarterback play and uh, whatever the hell uh, Harbaugh is doing in Michigan is really hurting his draft stock. Because I th- I think he probably has the potential to be even a second round pick, but I'm not sure. If you will, I do think he will drop to the third, but where he gets picked, I'm not sure. It could be anywhere from like the 50s to the 80s. I've heard his wide receivers. It depends on how the wide receivers are going. You know what I mean? Disciple, what do you think about the idea that he is basically Kenny Galladay 2.0? I mean, I'd like to have two Kenny Galladays. True. And then you got Sterling in, (laughs) in the slot. 
Sounds like a lot of injuries. It could be. See, I mean, that's what you, you got to draft. Like, you got to have depth, man. It's a 53-man game. People don't think about it, but you got to have depth. Moving on. I also cho- I also chose Quincy Roche. That is how you pronounce it. Per uh, Dane Brugler in The Beast and The Athletic. Highly recommend. Great read. You know, I... I think he's going to be there in the third round. He could even drop to the fourth. I'm not sure. That might be pushing it, but I, I he could be on the Giants' radar if they don't uh, draft an edge uh, sooner. And then you got Kendrick Green, the guard out of uh, – I'm blanking right now. What is he at a uh, – Tennessee? No, that's not him. Really coming prepared tonight, disciple. I'm sorry, I, I wrote it down somewhere. <laughs> oh, and I got it. Uh, what? Who is it? Kendrick Green, Illinois. He's an interior offensive lineman. Somewhere he's listed as a center. Somewhere he's listed as a guard. Oh yeah, the thing I'm looking at is the guard. Um, is it a guard or a center? No, I don't know. I he he must be listed as a. It's not as a guard. Uh, At least is. not on the the draft bible. Um, oh. We can just cut this part. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's fine. Um, do you want to just start back from from him real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I turned off all my internet on all my other devices, okay. so I, I can't help you. So, and then my last prospect would be Kendra Green, the center out of Illinois. I'm not sure if they're going to choose a center in the second or third. You never know. But I, I definitely think it's going to be on the radar. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, well, Nick Gates plays center. You know what? The best five guys got to play. I'm sorry. Nick Gates has capability to play all five positions. And is center the best one? I don't know. That's for the coaches to figure out. But the best five guys got to play. That's the bottom line. And I, I've said that a million times, but it's so true. So with the... The one I will add to my drafted players has got to be Nico Collins. Great value in the third round. I think it's an offer they can't refuse. So that will conclude the third round. We now move on to the second. Let's start with the burger this time. Oh, the burger's up? Okay. (laughs) Me? All right. I will start with Ronnie Perkins, outside linebacker, D-end, Oklahoma. 62253. Uh everyone knows the 2020 21 NFL draft edge class lacks a real standout prospect. But uh, I think in round two, the Giants will be able to find some intriguing value here. Uh Ronnie Perkins was a three-year starter out of Oklahoma. Um, he has some off-field issues, which is why I think he's dropping talent-wise. I think he's a first-round grade, but I think he's gonna fall in the second. Um, fast off the edge, um, very explosive, disrupts in the backfield. That's exactly what we need. Um, just an absolute playmaker. He could play. He's more of a four-three DM, but I think he could profile as a three-four outside linebacker. Um, and then my next prospect is going to be Nick Bolton, linebacker out of Missouri. This guy's pretty short. He's only six foot, but he's two thirty. He's fucking huge. Um, he's a middle linebacker. Uh, he re- he's recorded two hundred and twenty tackles uh, the past three seasons for the Tigers. Seventeen and a half loss for a loss. Four sacks. Two picks. 12 pass defended, you know, he's a jack of all trades. He does it all. Um, stout against the run. Good football IQ. I think he could build next to Blake Martinez. 
Um, not necessarily a big need at middle linebacker, but he's a tremendous value in my mind. I, I would argue it's a pretty big need, honestly. Everybody, but, uh, it's just so team. hard with Reggie Ragland getting signed, and you know he's still dude, a Reggie former. Reggie Ragland nothing, dude. He might not even make the team. You don't know these things, bro. I know, I know, but I I like him possibly starting. I do too. But you're no, right. I do too. Because he's he's another high up. Like they went with a lot of high upside. Uh, uh, signings this offseason. One year deal, guys, this summer. Yeah. Let me or, like, get in on or, the fun. Is Reggie Ragland dropping any panties, fellas? Like, no. I, I mean, he did. He did in college. If he can find his form again, jeez. Sure. I mean, I'm just saying. I I think. Yeah, I did great things in college too. Between. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I still daydream about that shit, bro. It's over. Oh man, that's oh, great. That's God. as my father would say. It's over, Johnny. Nothing is over. Nothing. I don't know yeah. what that's from. It's a reference to something. I don't know what the fuck it's from. <laughs> My dad always used to say that. <laughs> All right, I'll give you. I'll give you guys one more prospect, and then I'll, I'll kick it on. Uh, I'm going with Christian Barmore, D tackle out of Alabama. Dude, six four, three ten, and everything I read about him, he's like the next Marcel Darius. Like, just a, an attacking D tackle. Um, disrupts up the middle. Uh, blows shit up. Uh, you know, he's just a classic Alabama player. And, you know, the Giants love drafting D tackles in the second round every three or four years. So why not throw his name in there, right? Um, Honestly, one thing I, I will say, I do think that Barmore is going before the first round's over. Really? I, uh, I think he's going to have a first round grain on him. I think you're more likely to get a defensive tackle like uh, Levi O out of Washington. Mm. I'm not even gonna attempt his name. I, I've 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 heard it said before. There's no way. <laughs> but uh, I hear you. So what uh, I'm gonna go with my uh, second round pick is gonna be Roddy Perkins, though. You know we need to get a dynamic edge rusher, and I think he uh, he checks a lot of boxes being a three year starter, and you know has a lot of experience uh, getting to the quarterback. Uh, if you know he passes that character test, you know that would be the only reason why we pass on him. I feel like. But uh, Mac, what are you working with? So also one, I'm glad you didn't pick Barmore because I was still just sitting here deciding like, do I fuck with him or not? Because part <laughs> of me wants to be like, Berger, what a dumb choice. But on the other hand, it's Dave Gettleman and it's the New York football giants. I'm, I'm frankly nervous that they're going to trade back into the, the first round. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> tackle. Like, would that surprise anybody? Like, I can hear the the draft that there's been a trade. The Giants have traded up to the 28th pick for Christian Barbour. I don't know, but um, dumb shit and get like Najee Harris. Be like, what the fuck? Oh my god! Um, Why, Gettleman? No. What are you doing? Don't get um, me wrong. I would love me some Najee Harris, but like, no but need. In the right circumstance, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, so no Christian Barbour. I guess so. I, I can't. I can't mess with you. But no, I, no, no. Really more we went edge, baby. I know Gettleman's listening, so that's more for him than than for you. Um, so <laughs> you in. appreciate that, <laughs> guys, on his podcast. <laughs> See, he's always joining this guy. He's got nothing else to do but join Big Blue all year. So um, <laughs> you know it's coming. Uh, pick forty-two, though, for me, I got a couple of prospects. Uh, Wyatt Davis, I think, you know. Again, common theme. We talked about the offensive line ad nauseum. And uh, spoiler alert, you're going to continue to hear me talk about it at least for another seven days. But I think the question about Wyatt Davis is not 
whether or not he's going to step in and be a plug and play guard in the NFL. The question is, is he going to still be there at pick 42 in round two when the Giants are up? I mean, the guy was a dominant offense for Ohio State, offensive lineman for Ohio State. Um, you know, he has scheme versatility and by all accounts was a great leader as well. And I think this after, after cutting Zeitler, like we need that. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if he's there. Um, I would also throw my hat in the ring with Berg, Joe Tryon. Now, the knock on him for the Giants is that he projects perhaps more as a traditional 4-3 um, end. But, I mean, he's 6'5", 262. So just because he hasn't done it before um, is not to say he can't be a stand-up linebacker in a 3-4 system. But the guy was a full-time starter as a sophomore. Um, he, he's explosive, quick off the snap. So um, I think he can move all over the field. But the guy that I'm going with, and I'm sticking with the edge position, because I do believe that is the Giants' biggest need outside of the offensive line, and I'm just not sure the value is there at 11. So I'm going Rashad Weaver, edge out of Pittsburgh. The dude's six foot five, 270 pounds. So he is right there, and he can drop down and play on the line in three four. He can step back. And everything that you hear about this kid is about his commitment to the game and his commitment and work ethic um, on and off the field. He came back from a ACL injury and had a really great season. I'm, there's a lot that I could say about him, and I'll, I'll mostly say this, is that he comes with upside. And that's what you're looking for in the draft at a position of need. But I'm going to read you this quote from the Pittsburgh strength and conditioning coach um, and refer to this quote-unquote sicko mentality is that it was like Rashad was glutton for punishment. What was so different about Rashad's recovery and rehabilitation was his mentality. It wasn't common the way he approached his work days, and yet it yielded uncommon results. Um, that's what I like on a Joe Judge team. Position and need. Like a, that sounds like a Joe Judge player right there, not going to lie. Stamp it. Round two, Rashad Weaver, Edge, Pittsburgh. Let's go. Damn. I don't know about Rashad Reaver in the second, bro. That's a bit of a reach. Some disciple hate. In my opinion. I'm just saying, in my you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody got one. Well, you <laughs> are, are. So you're saying he's not a disciple draft dandy? Uh, no, I think he's more of a 4 3 fit. He is a big boy, what you just labeled him as well, size at. I think, I, think we, I think we're going for small, fast guys. All right, Disciple, what do you have? Let's say then, then educate me. Um, make me your brother. I think <sighs> I think regardless of what all the bullshit is saying, I think the Giants are going to go edge in the first round. I hate to say it. Uh, At 11? I, th- I hope hopefully they trade down and go their choice. That's well, yeah. We I'm will have. I think this might. What if this is the year? Because he Gettleman said uh, it's an urban myth that I don't trade back. <laughs> These kids, they make up the stories and myths. Do you think they do the drugs, you know? They they smoke that pot legally now. (laughs) 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 All right, so you know what? I'm just going to list mine uh, because that's what we're waiting for. I got Wyatt Davis to Ohio State. We already heard Max Spiel on that. I I also have Pat Fryermith. I don't think he's going to be there. Two, uh, two tight ends. 
I never drafted the tight end. I don't know. I'm just busting your balls. You're, you're, you're feisty today, Deceb. Yeah, I like dude, it. You fucking fart knocker ass, bro. <laughs> I, no, it's fart sniffer, please. Get my handle right. Whatever the He's fuck revealed. you call yourself, bro. No, honestly, like, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, so if, if Kyle Pitts is there, you don't think the Giants would take him? Well, I don't. Okay. No, the Giants. That's, that's the first round chatter, boys. All right. All right. All right. True, true, true. All right. You know, I'll this in the button. I, I have I have a name next I'm going to read that Giants fans are not going to like. Most Giants fans turn green at the sight of his name. It makes them sick. That name is Mr. 305, Gregory Rousseau. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. It, it, we're still yeah. talking. We're, we're talking about the second round, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Cool. Cool. I cool. think Rousseau's falling in the second round. He hasn't played football in a while. Cool. 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 Still cool, raw. Cool, cool. 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 He probably is a little bit more of four three paper. I feel like he's a little bit more versatile than uh, Rashad Weaver. You know, he's only 21 years old. He's got some great measurables. You know, you never know. And I feel like the Giants were connected to him. I was like. Please God, no, nine eleven. I'm not sure about that, but if he if he does fall, and you know a lot of teams have a second round grade on him, and the forty two pick rolls around and he's on the board. Like, don't be surprised if it happens, guys. Is, is that your pick, disciple? No. Oh, oh okay. okay. Interesting. My pick is actually my next prospect. Hmm. And. There are injury concerns here, but he's got an all-pro ceiling. Hasn't played much football, but I do feel like, you know, I'm not sure. Injuries are a concern with Landon Dickerson, the offensive lineman out of Alabama. The guy's but a stud. The, the fact is he'd, he'd probably be top 15 if it wasn't for these concerns. I think it's a, a chance to get – you know, a really, really, really good lineman. What was it, the Achilles he tore or his ACL in the college playoff? He had quite a bit. He had quite a bit of work done. I don't even – I can't even list all the things he had done, but he he had – it's a laundry list of injuries, folks. But I don't care. That's a risk I am willing to take. I mean – For offensive line prowess. I fall on the sword for that pick. How good does a center have to be? He's not a center. He's not only a center, bro. He is. He can play any position on the line. You think he can play tackle? I think he can play wherever they put him. You see, like a Zach Martin ceiling here, or is that too high? No, I think Rashawn Slater is more of a Zach Martin. I think Landon Dickerson. I don't. It depends where he goes, but if he's a guard, if he's a center, I still think. I still think he's got. He'll get pro Maybe Bowl Alex, votes. Not that Alex Mack potential. Yeah, we could, we could uh, talk about the uh, Mac. You know? Mac is a beast. I will, I will not beast, knock him. Know? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to throw him in that category when yeah, uh, what like thirty five and still doing it at a Pro Bowl. Still, still you know, doing it, man. Capable uh, level. Um, That's incredible, man. Some of these linemen, dude. Andrew Whitworth, dude's like forty years old. Yeah, <laughs> it's something that we have litigated over and over again. But the it's idea that the giant that <laughs> didn't want to pick him or uh, sign him because he was too old 
and that was you know what five years ago uh-huh. yeah yeah you know wouldn't be the first time well i'm gonna go ahead and draft landon dickerson there all right that's my pick at 42 this concludes our draft actual draft segment so now we move on to the gauging of the draft picks right well let's here uh, i mean let's uh let's do a little recap here so right now on the board what do you got what do you boys got i have the giants with two linebackers two wide receivers and an edge player going in to the first round i have a center, a running back, a defensive tackle, a wide receiver, and a Landon Dickerson. My philosophy is really spreading the wealth a little bit everywhere. I got a, a tackle, a guard slash center, two edge guys, and a running back right now. Interesting. Interesting. All right, gentlemen. Well, we're going to have a lot to talk about with round one. I think uh, we all took a slightly different approach to round two, but as your philosophy stands, disciple, as we coalesce around the first three picks, I think anything beyond that is sort of a crapshoot and depending on where, you know, again, value and need and prospects falling. But rounds one, two, and three, you're starting to see a theme that it's offensive line and edge players for the Giants, and I don't think that should come as a surprise. So to your point, let's move on to part two of our three-part series, Gauging Gettleman. Three episodes, three drafts to gauge. We're moving on to 2019. So the Giants had 10 total picks. Now, accounting for trades, that would be three first-rounders, no second-rounder, and also two picks in each of the fifth and the seventh rounds. And that netted the Giants quarterback Daniel Dimes-Jones from Duke University. I immediately regret saying all that information. I'm sorry, folks. You can look it up yourself, but the rest are Dexter Lawrence, <laughs> DeAndre Baker, O'Shane Zimenez, Julian Love, Ryan Connolly, Darius Slayton, Corey Ballantyne, George Asafo Ajay, and Chris Slayton. Oof. All right, boys. What did we get right? Hopefully Daniel Jones and Dexter Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, everything other than that is kind of on, either gone or on the cusp right now. Okay, well, let's love, start right there. I don't know. O'Shane Simenez? I don't know. Who is still on the team? So, obviously, Daniel Jones, Dexter Lawrence. Let's not even mention Mr. Baker. Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> the forbidden one, Exodia. The, for, the, the forbidden fruit must not be touched. <laughs> And the the thing is, he got off, so it's like, we're just the idiots. Yeah, we really are. It's so fucking unfortunate. I hate it. God damn it. Um, Okay, so uh, O'Shane, Julian, and then nobody – I mean, Slayton's not on the team. Big George is definitely not on the team. Ballantyne got cut. Okay, sorry. And Connolly got cut. So Slayton, Love, Zimenez, Lawrence, Jones. We're praying and hoping Daniel Jones got right. Is there anything else there, Disciple? Uh, you hope Derek Slayton is at least a, a great wide receiver three. Yeah, I mean, that's hopefully his floor based on what he's shown his first two years. Dude, yeah. And honestly, I'm, I still believe Daniel Jones football is, is ahead of him. 
you know, this is this will be the make or break year, seen, boys. Yeah, no, we've only seen the tip of the iceberg. You know, this is a prospect that Gil Brandt, who, you know, had a, a lifetime worth of experience in this shit, said he was Peyton Manning with legs. So, you know, it's, these guys do miss, but like, I like that comparison. Okay, so I'd really like to see that come to fruition. I want to say that's a bias confirmation for you there, but uh, yeah, that is heavy is the head that wears the crown. And that is a big expectation to give a guy, but to your point, the kid's got wheels and we think he's, uh, what do they say? uh, E E wheels, Eli with, I mean, he's Eli with wheels. That's, I don't know why I'm trying to add. Yeah, well, someone dared say Peyton. That's kind of crazy. Oh, that's such a, not even close. (laughs) <laughs> honestly dude the stats do line up a little bit but uh i digress mm-hmm. all right burger what so, they get right uh dude sexy dexy baby i uh i think he's just a stud ascending player on the giants d line you know he's only 23 his best football is very much ahead of him and he is going to be a disruptive force i think for the next maybe 10 years yeah, I mean, I, I love me some sexy Dexy, and if nothing else for the name, but I, I couldn't agree more. However, I'm going with uh, I, I probably would have picked Slayton if I if I uh, didn't want to duplicate the disciple here. But Julian Love, not a sexy pick, and I think there was more optimism than what he's provided. But it's a fourth round pick, guys. It's a hundred eighth pick in the draft. And he provides versatility everywhere. Exactly, he is a primary backup at like four different positions. And he is a guy that you're not totally terrified that could start. And yeah, I mean he 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 came to play when his name was called last year, man. Cornerback or what? He had opportunities that he missed, but he had plays that he made. So fourth round pick, I I, I can't knock it. So all right, disciple, who's your favorite? I think you already tipped your hand, but let let us hear it on the record. I guess Daniel Jones. For wow, wow! I, I was going to say wrong. Dexter. I thought you were going Slayton, honestly. Yeah, I thought he was saying Slayton too. And to be to be clear, Darius Slayton, not the seventh round draft pick out of Syracuse, Chris Slayton. Chris Slayton. <laughs> They're yeah, not forgot, brothers. I they are two about, different. I bodies. forgot about him and Big George, but not related. You know, not related. I'm going to go Dexter Lawrence because I don't know. He's one of the most underrated players I feel like in the league, honestly. And he's we've really only seen the tip of the iceberg there. I, I wasn't crazy about the pick when it happened, honestly. I didn't know much about him. You know, so uh, disciple, I have to uh, applaud you when when you start your analysis with I'm going with Dexter Lawrence because, you know, I don't know, but you (laughs) saved it because the man is a beautiful, sexy dancing bear. No, he's just so he's just so solid. Like he's he's already it's only it was only what his third year, his second year. Last year, second last year, year he's going into his third year. The dude, is going. I mean, he makes dude, plays that a man his size up, has. He's no already team. playing in the upper echelon of similar fucking players, like position, sure. so. All right, so well, I think this is going to be a, a short transition. Uh, one of you just call it out. <laughs> uh, well, what did he get wrong? Honestly, well, I'll, I'll, quite a few things in this draft. First. He traded up for uh, Voldemort, DeAndre Baker. He well, disciple actually just to play devil's advocate. Given that he got acquitted and the Giants let go of him pr- prior to the resolution of his legal affairs, can we even really say that Gettleman got wrong? 
first half. Yeah, because he, he was an ascending. He played. Yeah, he played awful. He fucking did play. Nah, he yeah. got better as the year went on, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know if you can't blame Gettleman. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, should your boss go to jail if you robbed a, a bank? Like, you know what I mean? What the? I'm not no. saying Gettleman needs to be locked up, but I, the question is: Should do? Is it fair to hold him? Should you get fired? That's what I meant yes. to say. That's what I meant to say. Should you get fired? <laughs> Perhaps. If the person you hire commits a crime, ooh. If if my <laughs> job is solely uh, metriced on the success of my hires, potentially. <laughs> but I cut you off. So where who who's the worst pick here? Yeah, I mean, I you you know you can almost say Jimenez. Just because of what happened after. No, wait, no, that was BJ Hill. I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. I mean, O'Shane is an incomplete grade given the injury. Yeah, I'm not even sure if we've even seen anything that he's close to capable of. Like, you don't know. Like, that's the thing, especially with injuries like his, that he, he was basically out the whole year last year. What felt like the whole year. Maybe he was in for the beginning, but it was kind of like, you know, and Carter too. Like, what are you expecting from these guys, man? I'm, I'm, I don't know. He's so late on the line. Outside of Baker, who's the worst pick in this in this draft? I get. Well, at the time, you bet your ass. I thought Daniel Jones. I wanted Josh Allen the worst way. Mm. I would have. Mm. I, I literally, I literally screamed, no. <laughs> like, oh my God. I wanted Josh Allen so bad. I, I loved watching this guy in Kentucky. I was like, this guy's the perfect fit. I could see him being a Giants outside linebacker. He, he's an alpha dog, man. Yeah, when the when the Raiders picked Clellan Farrell, uh, which I was, thought they were taking Josh Allen. Yeah, no, when they picked him, I think there was a collective roar from Giants fans because it was like, oh my God, like Josh Allen could actually fall into our laps. Like, I. I didn't think there was a snowball chance in hell that the Giants were picking Daniel Jones at six, despite what Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft said at the time. Well, I feel like that just is a perfect segue into saying, what could we have done differently? Mm. Uh, honestly, just not traded back into the first round. Mm, interesting. That's what you would have, you would have uh, redone? Yeah, I mean, you know, you might have. Had All right, well, I'm going to give this take right now. What if, what if the Giants didn't trade up for DeAndre Baker and we held That's back That's what I just pick? said. No, I meant we get DK Metcalf. You didn't give a player. I'm going to give the player. We get Metcalf, who went 64 at the Seahawks, and then I'm going to play off that. We don't have to sign Kenny Galladay to an extremely large contract because you got Metcalf already. And then you probably re-signed Dalvin Tomlinson. Boom. Okay, well. We can't. You we just got burgered. Yeah, you we just. Got, we don't have a fucking time machine, dude. Uh, well, the question I, was, what was my one redo? That was it. That was the redo. <laughs> I, Sorry, I gave a very well thought out idea, uh, and I can't really deliver on the words now. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> yeah, Mac. Um, what do you? What do you got? Please, I know you got something smart up your sleeve. Oh, I mean. Uh, Thank you for assuming it's smart because we all know that it is, but it's wow. not unique. I've been beating the same drum for about a decade. The only offensive lineman <laughs> in this draft 
is Big George out of Kentucky <laughs> with 232nd pick. Are you out of your minds? Like, oh, Kentucky? Going into a season where we were rolling with Eli still, despite picking a new quarterback, and a year where Will Hernandez played decent. Okay, you got a second-round guy last year. But Nate Solder was an abject failure in an implosion. The fact that the Giants did not pick any offensive lineman before the seventh round this year, that would be my redo. No question. I, I agree. That's, that's unacceptable. And not only that, I, I'd like to say something real quick before we go into the next part. Were you waiting Daniel, for permission? No, no. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. I was just collecting my thoughts, and I was about to say something. And I'm a little upset. Well, now I just just got. All right, all right. (laughs) Thing is, Daniel Jones, I don't really think was even supposed to get off the bench his first year. It should have just been Eli's last year. I think he was put in a little too early. I think being on the bench behind Eli the whole year, without even playing a game, might have been better for him. Because that was that was a part of his scouting report. So, I don't know. I think he might have been thrown into the fire too early to try to save Shermer's job, which was, you know. So, anyway, let's move on to the grade of the 2019 draft, guys. Uh, he, I, Dude, I think it was a B. I think he's got, he got a lot of quality oh. players who, who play. You all, you have almost your future quarterback, possibly. Dexter Lawrence, who is going to be a piece on this defensive line for years to come. We don't really know what O'Shane Jimenez is yet. Julian Love is a contributor as a backup or a starter when needed. Darius Slayton has potential wide receiver too. That's five players right there I just named who are playing a regular role in this team and is possibly the core of this team now. Like I but think it was only good. two years ago. Hmm. That's the thing. Wait, what? It's just yeah. one man's opinion. What, what do I know? I'm just one saying. Baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a burger baby. I'm just a poor boy. Nobody loves me. Cycle, what are you giving it? I guess a C. I'm not like crazy about it. Woo! Sheesh! I mean, dude, just the the whole DeAndre Baker saga is just so fucking unfortunate. That's really weighing down the grade for me. <laughs> Mac, what do you have? Well, I think we're learning the issue with the idea of this segment right now. And we should take this into account next week when we talk about the most recent draft. Because it's definitely a C-minus, but it's an asterisk. And the reason it's a C-minus is that to uh, Disciple alluded to it. This draft was two years ago, 24 months ago, 50% of the players that the Giants use draft picks on are not even on the fucking roster. Like that is, how could you give it a good grade when half erroneous, erroneous, it's very erroneous. I don't think that's a word, but it is the opposite. It's, it's I mean, very real. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like they say that if you have like if you get like two, three stars from a draft, like you had a good draft. So, well, so here, here's the deal. But we also have way more picks than we were supposed to anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to hit on a few more. It doesn't fucking matter what any of these players do. If Daniel Jones proves himself this year and the this Giants draft is automatically way better than 100 percent. Yeah. If the Giants deem Daniel Jones is good enough to warrant a second contract and he ends up being the starter for this team for the next how many ever years, then this draft automatically gets a passing grade. Anything beyond that is a benefit. It will also always be tied to Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know how we haven't talked about that, but uh, it's too far gone for that. Fuck that dude. Uh Loved you when you were, (laughs) you know, whatever. Um, The, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say because so many players aren't there. But in a year from now, how different could this conversation yeah, be? Yeah, how many more will either be? Fair enough. Fair enough, gentlemen. All right. I see, I see your in, point. In eight months, if Daniel Jones is the um, – is the next Josh Allen quarterback. If Dexter Lawrence, you know, has a Leonard Williams esque year, um, O'Shane Zimenez comes back and proves himself as a, at least starting caliber or rotational pass rusher. Like Julian Love locks up the back. I mean, this could end up being an A plus eight months from now, but right now I can't give it anything more than a C minus and good fit. All right. With that, let's get into our segment. What the F would that look like? And that's each week we posit a hypothetical and discuss what the F the world would look like if that were to come true. The last 12 months have shown that we live in a world where the seemingly impossible can happen overnight. What the fuck would it look like if David Allen Gettleman moves the 42nd pick of the draft. I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> I love how you threw the Allen in there. I'm like in stitches right now. But uh, <laughs> let's be realistic. I don't know. Gettleman loves move- making moves in the second round. Like, you know, we obviously know the DeAndre Baker thing didn't really work out at all. Really just, wait, they got a top corner. But, uh, <laughs> dude, if he's got a player he likes, maybe an old lineman drops or an edge player like drops into the second round. I could see him pulling the trigger and moving back up or moving up a couple spots. Like he's, he's known to be aggressive after the first round. Um, so I, uh, I'll leave it at that. You guys can uh, squabble over this. Uh, you don't think he would trade back? No. <laughs> I mean, you guys are kind of like cemented to the fact that he doesn't uh, trade back. Me? No. Well, hold on. First of all, was that a David Allen Greer reference or does no, his David middle name Gettleman is literally David Allen. Allen Gettleman. Oh, okay. 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 Really <laughs> I was like, man, I love it. No. Uh, yeah. No, I thought you knew that. No, I didn't. I was like, man, that's a no, deep. That's I love, I love, gotta love uh, a little David Allen Greer reference, but okay. Um, the, no, I'm not cemented to the idea that he oh. won't trade back. I think that. But he's more likely to trade up. Exactly. That's that's the reality of it for me. And I'm totally fine with that. I think the ideal scenario is if the Giants have an opportunity to trade back at 11 and then use some of that capital trade back in the back end of the first mm. or um, or something like that. Then you, a, you've gotten like two top 40 picks. That would be fantastic. Um, yeah. But if the question is, you know, oh, what would the world look like if we move the second round pick? I actually do think it's more likely he trades back. Like if we, if this scenario is the pick is moving, be it trade up or trade back in that vacuum, as it currently stands, I don't think the giants have the draft capital to realistically trade back up into the first or very high. Six picks in the draft. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless you're, you're thinking that um, the giants are going to make a draft day trade with Evan Ingram. I think far more likely that you know now that you said I I read a headline about something with uh, uh, Gettleman said something about personnel and and the draft and trades after the draft or before the draft. It was weird. It was like a weird like foresight. I can't I can't remember what the hell it was. I mean, Giants fans will be singing and dancing in the goddamn streets. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be joining them. Is is traded on draft day. 
Um, and then it will be very interesting what the Giants do with the tight end position. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think one of these teams that might be looking for, so again, spoiler alert, let's say the Giants go offensive line at pick 11 and Wyatt Davis or Trey Smith or one of, or Landon Dickerson, one of these guys is sitting there at 42 um, or perhaps a Terrence Marshall, you know, wide receiver that we think will go at the back end of the first starts to drop. I mean, the, there are names that are going to be attractive to players uh, or to teams. I really do think the Giants were going to trade back last year, um, except for the Xavier McKinney situation was just perfect. So, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's more likely they trade back or, or up? I mean, history I, says it's it more would, likely. It would be really up. cool if they traded back in the first got some ammo and then moved up in the second, not even move up and move back into the first, just move up in the second. So who would you want at 33 then? Yeah, you know, right. who are some of those late first top of the second guys that you would Honestly, have your eye on? Like, you might like to move in front of a team like uh, the Bengals, you know, because you know, they're going to take an offensive lineman. They might take two in the top two lines. Or they might take Jamar Chase and then bank on an offensive lineman in the second. So then in that scenario, you're saying trade back in the first, get some picks, and then use that on I you know, I don't know. It's so speculative. I don't even want to like say like it's probably never gonna happen, but it is a what the F we will look like. All right. Well, give me your number one prospect in your scenario here. Giants trade up to the top of the second or at the back end of the first. Who would you want to do that for? Is it a guy like Zayvon Collins? Is it, you know, uh, a Terrence Marshall? Is it, um, you know, I, I don't know, one of these other wide receivers? Um, mm. Who's that cluster that you're worried about not dropping to 42? I don't know. Could be anyone. I, I would like a Terrace Marshall Jr., but I don't know. I don't know if I'm I'm trying to trade back to just for a wide receiver. I feel like it's got to be like – it's got to knock my socks off. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy's still here. I have to make a move. Okay, so, so who's who that the, for you? Who has the 32nd pick? 32nd? Who, yeah. The Bucks. They won the Super Bowl. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> um, We've been there too, man, because I know it was a long time ago. Right. Um Okay, so a guy like Giants are moving the 42nd pick because I need this guy. Who's my guy? Jesus, when you feel like that, I'm not that confident. <laughs> but I do like Jason Owen. I, like, I do like the upside, and I do like the connection to Penn State that our coaching staff has. You heard it here first. What the F would it look like? Although I totally disagree, and I think we're going to drop a trade back because there's where the value is. Hey, I hope so. I hope we trade back and get oodles of picks. Oodles, oodles. And if you haven't figured it out by now, folks, we are possessed by the spirits that reside at 1925 Giants Drive. But hey, even they make mistakes. So let's exercise tonight's demons with the shaman. What's up, Giants fans? Just a quick reminder to you guys, we are having a live, sort of live, reaction to the draft this Thursday. So please pay attention to the feed. I am exercise. 
All right, all you dreamers and creamers. Let's end tonight with the facts that these draft prospects just simply aren't aware. The Giants are young. They're aggressive. They're improving. New York football. Giants. Ah. Nice. I love it. For Burger, the Disciple, and the Shaman, I'm Matt. We're big blue all year. Good night.